Simplified Chaos, Episode 72. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hello, wonderful friends. Welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? I just want to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. We're recording this on Mother's Day evening. This will be out on Tuesday, so it'll be a little late, but we hope you all had a wonderful Sunday, and we hope everyone else is doing well, and we've got another great, interesting episode here for you today. Jilly, what are we diving into? Today's topic is pretty reflective and very in real time, like most of our episodes are. It's all about kind of why we're feeling really busy these days. Yeah. Busier than before the pandemic. It's kind of crazy. We just had this revelation tonight. We were really trying to figure out what we were going to podcast about this week. We just haven't really had time to have a discussion about it and it just kind of came up organically as we were shifting through topics and yeah yeah, no we're we're uh we're feeling it right now you know we've been doing a a lot of things um to kind of fill the the time that we would normally have with friends and family so we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight um or today or whenever you're listening to this Uh, but before we dive into that as always we're going to show a little gratitude so jilly what are you grateful for this fine day I'm grateful for you. Ooh. You treated me. I like me. it when you're grateful for me. Well, and I had another revelation today. Um, we were downstairs. Mark, one of our roommates, my sister's fiance, was like, I hope your Mother's Day was really, really special today. And I said, you know what? It was just like another day, which is a great sign that I'm living an awesome life. Yeah. If that makes any sense. You know, today seemed like just like any other day, which is exactly what I wanted. I, you know, I don't want Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. I don't want those days to seem any more special than my normal day because I there's so many more quote unquote normal days than those special holidays. So I want to make every day feel amazing. And, you know, you usually help me with breakfast, but instead of you, like, instead of us working together to make breakfast, you did it all, which was just the one little difference in today. And, our day was amazing. It's just like every day that we have together. It's, you know, we're tag teaming it. I have time to do things that I want to do. You have time to do things you want to do. Yeah. We're cooking together. We're talking together. We're hanging out together. It's, I just feel very fortunate to have you in my life to make every day so freaking damn special. Oh, well, it was my pleasure, so babe. Thanks. You deserve it every day. You are such a wonderful mother and husband and partner in this journey we call life. So, and my husband? Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> Wife. I'm the husband. I have two roles, yeah. guys. <laughs> We're podcasting late again tonight. We're a little delirious. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Lucille has this new thing now where she does not want to fall asleep until about 945 in the evening. So it's it's throwing us off a little bit. It's making this... Uh, recording our, our episodes a little bit more difficult but yeah we're making it work so yeah uh, yeah no I, i'm glad you had a great day today and and um you know just wanted to make it a little extra special with the breakfast there and yeah yeah but uh 
I don't want to be sappy, so I'm not going to say that I'm grateful for you, although I am always grateful for you. Uh, I'm grateful for good hacks. Oh, I know exactly where this is going. (laughs) So I'm always open for a good little life hack to make things a little bit easier. And I was think I was scrolling through um, my my Google feed the other week. And usually it comes up with topics. And and one of the topics that I normally look up is like how to clean showers more effectively because we have. Because every husband is. Yeah, that's Every man is looking. Yeah. But um, we have, well, we have subway tile with black route, white tile, black route in a shower. Um, Don't do that, folks. Like, just do yourself a favor. If you're thinking about it, don't do it. It looks great. The upkeep is like having a white or a black car. And you have to keep it clean all the time. And and yeah. it's kind of a blessing and a curse. Whereas, you know, if you have one of those off-color bathtubs or, or showers or whatever, you might not really see the, the grime and stuff that's really on there. Um, you definitely see it with, with white and, and black. Um, so if you're thinking about that, uh, we'll, we'll sway your mind. But anyways, long story short is I came across this hack about cleaning the glass in the shower and you know most people use windex or multi-purpose cleaner or something or other this hack said use shampoo and i was like what and they were like the way they explained it is just like you know it works you know it does like a deep absorbing in the hair or whatever like it it's supposed to to get out the grime just because it's i guess a difficult part of the body to get clean i don't know i forget what it was but i just remember saying shampoo so i was getting ready to clean the bathroom yesterday and i was just like oh wait somebody told me about this whole shampoo thing and we had a little bit of fog coming on on the glass there and i was like you know what i'm gonna give this a try because usually it takes a little bit of elbow grease to get that fog out man I put a little bit of shampoo on a, a rag and just started going away. It was so easy and it was like clean as a whistle. It was unbelievable. I was I'm I'm totally sold. And we have a a junk bottle of baby shampoo now that you know will be our cl- glass cleaner in, in well, the, the bathroom. The good news is that our shampoo is like a natural shampoo, so it's not like a harmful chemical that got no. that out. It's yeah. it's something else in there. I don't know what. I don't either, but it worked perfectly, and <laughs> even was working. I, I tried it out in the tile as well, and it was working really nice with the tile. So, um, yeah, try it out. If you don't believe me, I'll I'll make you a believer. Check out the shampoo <laughs> hack there. <laughs> All right, so enough with the the silliness and, and the gratitude, but uh, yeah, Jilly. Let's talk a little bit about being busy as hell during COVID. Yeah, so I kind of came up with a list of reasons why I think we feel so busy. I, I, I think it's not just physically busy. I feel mentally busy yes. as well. Like, yeah. And I know not having social interaction changes our brain. Like, we're not communicating as much to people face to face. So we were losing some of those social and emotional skills and, yeah. you know, and just in how we form. Like there's so much research about like when you have face to face connection and what you lose. And I get it. Like we're connecting, but we're connecting in such a different way. And it's definitely taking a toll. I don't want to say negative toll. It's just a different toll. And I think. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we have our Zoom meetings and Google meets or whatever, but 
you know, I can't be there to, to give our friends a hug or a high five or, yeah. you know, we're, we're able to laugh together. We can technically drink together if you want to call it that. But I mean, it's, it's definitely not the same thing. I mean, you know, we definitely can feel the void and, uh, you know, it'd be just great to, to sit there and just kind of bullshit with our friends. You know, like I said, we've been playing some online poker every couple weekends or so, but I mean, much rather do it in person. Yeah. And I think that just speaks the power of people's energy mm-hmm. being there and then just the power of touch, even if it's just like a hug or a handshake or a high five. Like I'm really feeling the effects yeah. of that now. Yeah. Um, but I did make a list and you can kind of chime in, babe, um, about why I think we feel busier now than we did before. Oh, the I'm pandemic. definitely going to chime in because I've got my my kind of list, but I'm sure we have a, some cross pollination going on here. All right, so the first one on my list, I think, is just the lack of boundaries that having technology at our fingertips and that same tool being used for everything. Yeah. Those lack of boundaries is kind of leading more to multitasking, and multitasking is having a horrible effect on me because I know it's not as effective as doing things you know, just that one thing. Right. You know, when you drive to work, it's like, there are the boundaries. Like, it's a physical setting. It's separate from my home. Mm-hmm. That is the boundary. As soon as I leave work, work is done. I don't have to worry about it. I don't think about it. So that physical aspect of work being in a different setting, it's real. It's new to me. So I think that personal, my personal life, my family life, everything is kind of colliding into one. And it's definitely it's, bleeding together. Yeah. The lines are blurred. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And no, I I think you hit the nail on the head. Like when I'm in my car, I have my regimen, you know, I have my podcast that I listen to, which I haven't been listening to. I, you know, I feel like I don't have the time to, to actually sit down and listen to them because, you know, it's kind of like the schedule is I wake up, spend a little bit of time with Lucille, you know, feed the dogs, get coffee ready, whatever in the morning, um, you know, downstairs by eight o'clock and, you know, I'm pretty much down there from eight until, 435 o'clock 530 some days just depending um but you know there are times where i need to come up and and watch reese or you know kind of help out a little bit um you know that bleeds over but then you know as soon as i'm off you know i'm with lucille and then you're doing you know some things you know with, with your business so and then there's dinner in there it, there's a lot of bleeding going back and forth you don't have that buffer that you had like when you, like you said when you left work you're in the car for 40 minutes you have that time to kind of either wind down get in your thoughts you know listen to a podcast or something like that and and that's kind of gone now it's, it's you you go from one thing to the next thing very quickly and i read some interesting things about multitasking because i was so curious like why is multitasking just so much more exhausting than (laughs) than just just choosing one thing and doing it really well and i read some things that like when we think we're multitasking we're actually multi-switching that is when the brain is very good at doing diverting its attention quickly from one place to the next Mm -hmm. we think we're being productive we are indeed being busy but in reality, we're simply giving ourselves extra work. Yeah, you know, and it's in a, inefficient as well because you're you do have to change from what you're doing, getting into a different mindset. Whereas if you just complete one task at a time, you know, you can stay within that right mindset, finish it a to a to z, and then 
you know, you're able to do it more efficiently and then you can change and go to the next task. But yeah, I mean, when you have multiple things going on, right, you know, and you have to quickly shift gears, you know, it, 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 it takes a toll on you. It's tiring. And something else I thought was pretty crazy. It said studies show that a person who is interrupted takes 50% longer to accomplish a task. And not only that, mm. he or she makes up to 50% more errors. Wow. I was I'm, like, I'm not shocked by that statistic at all. <laughs> But yeah, so I have one more too. I, I just thought it was so fascinating, this whole multi- multitasking thing, how I feel like I never really thought I was good at it. And this just kind of shows that this is why I don't feel like I'm good <laughs> at it, because it's not really effective at all. It says the irony of multitasking is that it's exhausting. When you're doing two or three things simultaneously, you use more energy than the sum of energy required to do each task independently. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the inefficiencies. It's, it's more, you know... Um, brain inefficiencies i mean you know it's it's switching gears is just not so yeah so (laughs) besides multitasking and the lack of boundaries i also had toddlerhood is here twos it is the two stages at our doorstep and i am that i i will I'm really trying not to say terrible twos because I think speaking it puts that energy into the sure. atmosphere. So I'm not going to speak it. I'm not going to say it. But the opinionated twos. <laughs> there are definitely emotional social shifts happening in yes. Lucille. And I know it's got to be confusing and scary as hell and overwhelming because of what she's trying to process in the mm-hmm. world. And that is adding to this whole feeling busy because she is into everything, she is. Exploring, She's exploring everything, saying everything, trying everything. So I feel like my energy level has to be just as high as hers mm-hmm. whenever I'm around her. And that is exhausting as well. <laughs> it's very exhausting. I know there's there's been just nights where like I'm just not ready to collapse, but I mean, I'm just like out, you know, and, and yeah. falling asleep, you know, out on the couch or whatever, like just trying to relax and uh yeah it's been exhausting you know like you said you know we're both trying to do things for work and we're tag teaming it and yeah you have to keep that that energy up you know we want her to be able to explore and we want to be excited for her when she discovers new things so that she's still motivated to do those things so yeah it 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 definitely takes a lot out of you especially if you've worked a eight and a half nine hour day um and then shifting right into that yeah, I notice, you know, when she throws things, I know this is part of her stage of like exploring <laughs> things. And I'm usually really excited when I show up like full of energy, mental health is on par, like everything's great. Then I'm excited when she throws things and I'm ready to like dodge it or ask her to help me get it. You know, I'm prepared for that exploration, but I can already tell like when she throws something and I'm already thinking like, Oh, shit, like, I gotta pick, the- like, mm-hmm. you know, those negative vibes come in where I almost want to yell and like, don't do that. Like, no, I- that's not the parent I want to be. Right. I don't want to re- be the reactive parent. I want to be the proactive parent and be ready for that. And anytime I can sense that parent coming out in me, the reactive one where I'm exhausted, I'm tired, I'm stressed out. It's like, ah, I gotta, I gotta pause and I have to shift and think, what do I need to change about my days so I'm not showing up this way with her? Yeah. Because I don't want to show up that way. <laughs> um, and I find that lately I feel it coming out and I haven't 
necessarily acted on it yet, but I feel like I'm close. And that's, I'm glad we're talking about this topic because I'm sure there are other parents out there who are going through the same thing. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel that too. There's times when I'm just want to be like, Lucille, what are you doing? Come on. But it's just like, you know, I, I find myself stopping and it's fine. Clean. I, I tried, I have a system where like, you know, if she's into one thing, I let her do what she wants to do with that. And then if she moves on to something else, like I'm kind of cleaning up behind her, you know, along the way, just to kind of make things a little bit easier from when, you know, she's finally done with whatever it is that, that she's doing. Like, you know, tonight she pulled out, we've got these baskets that are under our TV in the, in the family room. She pulled out the, you know, one thing and started putting it on the floor and just kind of moving from basket to basket. And then she got to the blocks and like, she's picking the blocks out one by one and then like throw them in at my direction or whatever. And like, just that's what she wants to do. And I'm like cleaning up the other stuff as, as she's throwing it. And at first I'm like, ah, oh, here we go again. But then I just started, as she started throwing them at me, I was like, okay, I'm going to start stacking them and stacking them. And then she sees me stacking the blocks. And then finally she wants to come over and stack. So then we're stacking blocks together. Um, But I've already cleaned up everything else. Um, So, yeah, you know, as much as you want to be like, Lucille, don't do that or whatever. It's just like, no, this is, you know, she's trying to get tired. Like, we're trying to get her in bed. And if she's not exploring doing these things, then she's not going to get tired. So Well, and that negative energy doesn't solve anything. It's just. No. It and just the kid goes from understand. us yeah. to her into the atmosphere. And it's like, for what? Like, because I was stressed out, I took it out on my kid. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I have to change something in my day to show up better. But yeah, so toddlerhood is definitely adding, I think, to the mental load of and oh, yeah. just feeling busy. Um, Number, my fourth one or third one, I'm not sure. Um, I had, I think because I'm on my computer a lot more, that... It's definitely having a toll on my mental, emotional, and physical self because this is such a different pace for me. And right. I don't know if it is for you just because I know that you are in your computer most of your job. And I, yeah. But you did have connection to people in your office. But for me, it's like I was barely on my computer. I mean, as a teacher, I'm interacting with the kids constantly, like so much so that I was just drained from their stories and their feelings, <laughs> but in a good way. And it, it felt different. Like this mental load feels different and I can't explain it because it's like I'm not on the computer as much as my full-time job, like an eight hours, but even being on the computer for like four hours, it's just, I don't know if it's like the mental strain of looking at a computer, the screen time, the not being able to get face-to-face contact. And like I said, the whole feeling people's energy and having those conversations face-to-face, it's definitely so different. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, my job requires me to be on a computer you know, basically the whole time. And and you're right. Like when I was in the office, there were interruptions, there were getting up and being social with other people, you know, um, going in the kitchen, heating up your, your lunch and having a conversation with folks that you might not normally, you know, see in your day. And, and, you know, I do miss that. And, and I find here that I'm glued to the computer a lot more, you know, And, and, and I have to really force myself to take those, those breaks and like, get up, go upstairs, you know, just say hi to you guys or, or whatever, or um, sit outside for, for 10 to 15 minutes or else, you know, I will sit there the entire time until I'm hungry or have to use the restroom um, and, and get up. You know, it, it's so easy to get sucked in, especially, you know, when there's you know not a lot going around you. It's just like, OK, I'm going to do this and, and you know, get it done. But I, I feel like a lot of folks are like that. You know, we're not we don't have that extra time to ourselves really you know like we would normally on a weekend just plan you know to either chill out or whatever or hang out with friends or family 
now we feel like, and I think this is maybe something that you and I, we feel like we always have to be productive when we're not hanging out or, or doing anything with anybody else. And so we're trying to fill those, those gaps with, with projects or with, you know, certain things like I just did a huge landscaping project over the last couple of weekends, um, ordered way too much mulch, uh, <laughs> which, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to leave this mulch in the driveway. So now I'm going to do some more landscaping. So, you know, that filled a lot of time um, that I normally would just kind of have with family or friends or whatever. So yeah, we're, we're putting a lot of work on ourselves these days. I think we had it down too, where we weren't filling the voids. We weren't filling up time. We were leaving the space open before the pandemic. And I right. think now, because so many lines are blurred between personal, social, work, everything's all fucking scrambled. And now it's like, <laughs> uh, when we do have space, we're like, so what do we do with this? It's, yeah. it's weird. Like, we have all of this time, but I don't know if this is for me or if this is for us or if it's a family or yeah. should I be doing a project or should I be doing more work on business thing. So I completely agree that I think, and that's kind of, I had something just that I'm, I'm putting too much on my plate and I don't know if that's part of it. We definitely Um, are. And I think I keep forgetting that motherhood is a full-time job. And because I am here and I'm not with her the whole day, but I am with her most of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I'm giving myself enough grace. (laughs) Technically motherhood's a full-time job and I'm doing that. And then I have teaching which is a full-time job so i'm technically doing full two two time two, two full-time, full-time jobs job. say that and five then times real quick. <laughs> plus you know I'm, I'm trying to work on my business and grow that because i'm passionate about that and then i'm still trying to find space for myself because i'm definitely that that person who needs alone time mm-hmm. to fill up and i haven't separated it and made clear boundaries on any of it it's just all together and I don't think I've really looked at my schedule and processed it. And I think yeah. that's why I'm glad we're talking about this now, because now I'm really like, I need to look at my schedule with real clear intentions of time blocking, like serious time blocking. And I'm not usual that meticulous person who's like, all right, at this time I'm going to do this. But right. now it's like, I need that in order to feel better <laughs> yeah, mentally, physically, socially. So um that's like my action plan for sure is just really getting intentional about what tasks i'm doing at what time because the lines are it's just gray it's, there's no black uh, and white and i know things are going to be gray. yeah yeah um and i get it with parenting and working there's going to be some gray and blurred lines but it's like too blurry to the fact where it's really having an effect on me yeah um like my neck i feel like it's full of tension and stress and I'm doing a lot more deep breathing than usual. <laughs> and I just want to be real. Like, yeah. I am I feel good, but I, I feel off. Yeah, and I don't like no. that off balance. Like, I know I have to pivot and change something. And, I, you know, I try to make make it a point to ask you every day, like, how are you doing? And you're usually like, good or whatever. And, you know, yeah. and, and I ask, you know, physically, mentally, you know, just kind of breaking it down, too. It's like, how do you feel physically? Oh, I feel fine physically. How do you feel mentally? Uh, that's, you know, it's yeah. you know, we're, we're feeling it. And I think it's it's affecting my body in ways like there's just some things happening. And I'm like, I don't remember. Like something feels weird, Nick. Like my stomach feels yeah, off. Yeah, you've been off the last day and a half or so. I'm like, I, so, we got to change something. And I feel like this topic came up so organically organically in the perfect timing because now since we're speaking it and talking about it, it's like, all right, now what's the plan to change it? Like what do we have to look at to reassess to 
just to make some small changes on what's happening so that I can feel a little bit better tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we got to get to the, uh, the old drawing board and, and kind of figure some things out and, you know, kind of reflect and say, okay, well, this wasn't working and this is the reason why it wasn't working. Or, you know what, this is actually working really well. And this is the reason why it's working well. How can we improve it if we need to? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of, and we realize, you know, with, with a toddler that things change in an instant, like, oh, you, for know, sure. you know, yeah. today, for example, you know, Lucille was having a great day. She took a later than normal nap, um, probably didn't nap until 3.30, woke up at 4.30, and then, whew, from 4.30 <laughs> until about 6.30, it was feeling all the feels today, and just really, it was a different, we haven't really had this kind of an experience with her yet, you know, where it was just a, a constant, like, just not under, I don't think she understood what she wanted at that point, and it was just really struggling to to figure out what it was, but then... You know, finally we we got our our daughter back about six thirty when we were going <laughs> to pick up Steven dinner. Child? Yeah, um, but you know, those are the the adjustments that adjustments that we have to kind of account for. It's like okay, you know, we can map things out as as great as possible, but we still have to have that flexibility in there just in case something like that happens. Yeah, so I think overall we have to really create more space in our schedules. We do. For just nothing. Well, nothing. We're, we're creating some space this Friday, so I'm excited about we that. Are. We're going to podcast about that, I think, next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're working on creating space, making sure we have enough time to, you know, do the things that we need to do and, and you know, make this podcast, you know, even better every week. You know, we're, we're always aiming to do that. So, you know, we're, we're going to make sure that we're in the right headspace to to keep going forward and pushing along and and you know make sure everything's all good. Well, yeah, because the whole reason we're on here is not only to to share what's working for us, but we want it to benefit. You yeah, know? I don't want to come on here and just vent about our <laughs> struggles, but I also want to speak about them and then say, hey, these are the changes we're making because yeah, of this them. Is what we're I think doing about it. It's important that you know our you all know that you know clearly we're not perfect and we're always reassessing and readjusting and just when you think you have a good rhythm something happens and yeah. changes and you know it covid happens covid and <laughs> you know it's it's a great learning experience and i'm excited for all the growing that's happening during this process and uh yeah and lucille's changing as well so it's like we got a lot of moving parts that we, we just got to Try to keep balanced and aligned. <laughs> but you know what? The the great thing is, and I, I think we say this a lot, is that we communicate, we talk about it, um, whether it's in person, whether it's over this podcast. You know, yeah. it's, it's, we, we learn a lot about ourselves. And, you know, we both are feeling the same way and understand that we need to make some changes in order for us to, you know, continue to leaving, leading a happy, more intentional lifestyle. And that's what we're going to do. We're not going to let COVID get us down and don't let COVID get you all down either. Like, you know, we, the reason why we wanted to talk about this, we feel like a lot of people are going through these kind of same challenges and, you know, we we're all in this together and we can all thrive together as well. And learn from each other that's for sure. Right. Absolutely. Cool, cool. Do you have any uh, resources you want to share with our lovely listeners? I do. And can I just say, I just feel a little bit lighter now that we talked about this. Hell yeah. <laughs> there's something about just talking about your struggles is just knowing that there's a solution around yeah. the corner. It's like, 
I feel better already just getting that out. It's funny. Normally, we would talk about this on a walk or something like that. But even that's been, like, tough for us to get on that same page because, you know, we're... You, you know, one of us is picking up while the other one's doing something else. Like it's it's that whole blocking. So like really, the only time that you and I have to to really sit down and kind of chat about these kinds of things is when we take our little Thursday trip to to ragamuffins. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad we got to talk about this too. All right. I love you. I love you too, baby. <laughs> you just look at me with those be- beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> Oh, I, I was also reading. I feel like this is why my speech is so bad about just like how you're so. Well, you're wearing two glasses, so that's why your speech is really good. <laughs> I took out my contacts and then I couldn't see and then I want to wear my blue blocker. So I'm looking real sharp now. Um, yeah, this is no, special. I was just reading about the effects of like having too much screen time affecting like the way you speak. And I was like, I can totally understand that because I feel like sometimes I'm like running on sentences and then sometimes I'm not making sense. Uh, yeah but anyway it um, happens yeah so the resource today it's kind of two blended together because i saw a nice blend cool things from both of them they're both blog posts about um just tips for setting boundaries at home and i just picked the ones that i felt like that would benefit us or me personally and you know you can chime in if it you think they would or not but number one it just said set working hours Mm -hmm. i think for me, it's a little bit more blurred than for you just because I have to watch Lucille and work. Yeah. Whereas you just work. Like, I feel like your day isn't as different as mine is. So I think for me, like, I have to specifically set these are my teaching hours and that's it. Yeah. No, like you said, my, my day is a little bit more structured just because I have that that time block that I'm working. But I know yours is different because Lucille's here for a couple hours in the morning and then you have to shift in the work and then she's back here and then yeah. you shift in the work when I off of work. So yeah, I know, I know it's a, a little bit more tedious for you and I appreciate your flexibility. Oh, no problem, babe. I'm here for it. Um, number two, <laughs> choose one task at a time and yeah. do it well. I need to stop thinking that I can juggle and do all these different things. It's not working. And it's like, I knew that, but I'm still doing it anyway. And I'm like, I need to go back to what it's I... It's tough to change those things. I know. I need to go back to what my gut always told me. And yeah, I think I was trying to pivot and try it out. And I'm like, no, I'm fucking this up. This is horrible. <laughs> this is not for me. I'm not a juggler. Um, okay. Number three is when you're done, stay done. Yeah. And I'm having that difficulty because my phone is always on me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I need to start putting my phone somewhere. Like, and you're actually pretty good about that. Like you leave your phone places intentionally just so that you don't look at it. It's always on my person. And that's one of my things that is, is, is tough to deal with because like the one thing I have done is like with my work emails, like there are a silent notification, like I'll get the notification that there's an email, but there's no dinging or vibrating or anything like that. So it's not that something comes in and I'm immediately looking at it. If, if I happen to see that there's a notification of it, I might take a look and see who it's from but most of the time i'm either also dismissing those so well and it's not even work emails because it's not set up it's parents like because i have that app where parents can reach out i feel a little bit of guilt sometimes when i read it and i don't respond right away but i need to just not read it and that i need to cut out the reading part and then i won't feel guilty you know i'll just wait till school hours like i did before yeah um the next tip on here was to take 
conversation or connection breaks. So much like when you're in the office, you have time to chat with coworkers Mm -hmm. or just go in the break room and have conversation. They say that's really important just to to set it in your schedule, even if it's for 15 minutes to just like, you know, like you're doing, like walk up and have a conversation with somebody or go outside for a quick walk or, you know, just a pause, something different than the atmosphere that you're in when you're working. Um, And the last tip they had was, this is really resonated with me, adjust your expectations of how much work you can produce. Yeah. You know, I I feel like um, that I'm producing a lot more work right now and it's exhausting. (laughs) It's absolutely exhausting. But, uh, you know, it's, like you said, we've kind of come to the, the realization that it's because, you know, we're, we're trying to fill this gap that we have. Um, so we're, we're working harder and, and working more hours. This was something else, but I didn't write on here, but it didn't really hit home with me, but maybe it will with you. It said, don't fill your commute time with work. I've done pretty good about that, except for at the end of the day. In the morning, I've done really well with that. I, I have my morning routine with Lucille where we sit down. You know, I'll, I'll get her some food. We'll watch an episode of Tots um, and just kind of hang out. But like in the evening, I tend to work into what I would normally commute home. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if yeah that would help you or not. If I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a good realization there. You can even... St- listen to a podcast maybe for like a half hour pretend you're in a vehicle and go for a walk or something i don't know good call baby yeah i like that all right all right you have a quote of the day for us of course i knew you would this quote is from michael pollen pollen i'm not really sure pollen pollen is it one l or two two l's no d pollen pollen okay cool it seems to me that one of the great luxuries of life at this point is to do one thing at a time. One thing to which you give yourself wholeheartedly, unitasking. <laughs> See what you did there. You brought it all back full circle. Try to. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. All right. And your take action challenge for today is? And we are doing this as well with you, is just to look at your day and set it up to use your energy the best way you can. Yes. Time to evaluate. And reassess and change and pivot and do it all and know it's okay. And you're not alone. That's right. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Sponsor. Conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional-as-hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See you later, guys.